What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yo, welcome to the bar, come on and pull up a seat And open up your Bible, what a wonderful feast The living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet This is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news In light of the scripture, we are here to serve you We're your source for resources To help you on your way as you battle mean forces This is for the people who can see the importance Of sound theology and the scripture that support it And this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations Yeah, welcome to the the Reformation, yeah. The Bar, Biblical and Reformed. Welcome everybody to The Bar. It's your boy Dwayne in the building right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to The Bar. We're grateful that you are listening. And I love to start the show off every week by thanking the listeners. I am here currently at G3 Live in Atlanta, Georgia, and I am just super excited to be here. And thank you to the listeners that came up and let us know you listen to the podcast. We really appreciate you guys and definitely uh, just definitely a blessing to meet you guys. And like I do every week, I bring you an awesome guest. Uh, this young man actually came and uh, told me about his new book and uh, and was wasn't even asking to be interviewed by me. But I was like, hey, why not? Man, we're right here. I love the title. I kind of love the direction. And I'm super excited to have on Mr. Conley. How you doing, man? I'm doing fine. Good, good, brother. Well, listen. I love to start the show by letting you introduce yourself, uh, share whether you want to share, personal, professional. You got the floor to do that here. Sure. So yeah, my name is Conley Owens. I live in Sunnyvale, California with my wife and seven and a half kids. I've got one on the way. Nice. Uh, and I, uh, I pastor a church called Silicon Valley Reformed Baptist Church, but I also, uh, I'm bivocational. I work full-time at Google as a software engineer. Oh, Wow. Wow. I got a lot of questions. As soon as you said Google, I was like, yur, 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 yur. <laughs> yeah, sure. I like to tell people all the Babylon B headlines are true. So. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And I didn't know you was a local pastor, man, because I actually do a thing called Local Pastor Spotlight. So we can kind of dig into that as well. All right. Um, so let's start there, man. How did you become pastor? What was that journey like? Seminary? Is this a plant or what? Talk, talk a little bit about that back history. Sure. So the church is very old. It's been around since 1959. And I had been a member of the church for, I suppose, nine years before I became a pastor. 
And I was interested in missions work. But through the process of pursuing missions, realizing that what I wanted to do, I didn't actually need to be full-time overseas to do. Mm. I was trying to do some counter-cult ministry in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, I wasn't looking to start a local church or to uh, run an orphanage. So not a lot of reason for me to be there physically. <laughs> and then, and reconsidering that. And also, as I studied more, you know, I was in seminary. As I studied more, I started seeing more of the verses that talk about the special love you're supposed to have for other believers. Mm-hmm. And it's a little embarrassing, but I had not really noticed that prior. And I always kind of felt like, well, hey, uh, you know, other Christians, they've already got Jesus. Why do they need me? So, you know, I need to go to the lost. Well, of course, you know, going to the lost is important, but I started to develop more of a healthy love for the local congregation and wanted to help out the church that I was already at. That is super cool, man. Super cool. All right, man. So um, that that was the the... Got you going in that direction. Right. What was the process like once you got, you know, figured out what, what the calling was? Right. So that was way back in 2013. I was exploring um, sure. becoming a, a missionary and then slowly changing my mind, wanting to do uh, pastoral work right. here, uh, specifically in sunny California. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I continued on with seminary, continued serving at my local church. The seminary I went to is called, uh, it's now called Log College and Seminary. Okay. It's a... Uh, online with the intention of allowing you to serve at your local church. And mm. so it was a lot of me working alongside my pastor at the time, and now we're co-pastors. So yeah, slowly getting the, the congregation on board with that direction and everything. And then, yeah, okay. and then the congregation had a vote. I was ordained. And then uh, 2020 happened. It's a <laughs> crazy year, to first year to be a pastor. Right, right. That is funny, man. Good deal. So um, you, you talk about being vocation. And, um, and and working at Google, what, you know, because right now, you know, everybody kind of know, like you said, the Babylon B and what they talk about, you know, with Google. How has that balance uh, worked for you being in that culture uh, versus what you actually, you know, live in and preaching? Sure. Yeah, well, the first thing that comes to mind is a lot of the Christians I meet there are fairly, uh, they're very guarded. You know, they don't want to be open about their Christianity. I think mm-hmm. they're, they're more concerned than they really need to be. Mm-hmm. There's, not, uh, there's not quite as much hostility as they're imagining. Okay. Uh, you know, there is some, but not quite as much as they're mm-hmm. imagining. And a lot of them, you know, there's, uh, there's something called the, uh, Christian Google or fel- uh, the uh, Google Christian Fellowship. I'm actually on the steering committee of it. Wow. And uh, a lot of people don't think that, uh, there would be a Christian group there. No. But, you know, at a company of over 100,000 people, of course <laughs> there is. So, you know, it takes a lot, of, a lot of people, a lot of time to even look for something like that. So, right. first of all, I think people need to just, uh, you know, loosen up a bit and realize <laughs> it's not as, you know. It's not as crazy as we think. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But no, it is, it is difficult. There are a lot of values expressed there that are very different than the values I hold. And right. Yeah, just learning to be more comfortable with being different, being contrarian. Right, right. Yeah, no, that's, I, I totally get that. Um, you know, and I just, you know, like I said, thinking about Google and censorship and things like that, that's just all the stuff that kind of ran through my mind, man. Sure. But yeah, I'm not involved in all the decisions. <laughs> but. So that, you, you're good. You, you're out of all that. Huh? <laughs> right, yeah. I feel you, man. <laughs> Don't blame me. <laughs> so let's talk about the book, man. Uh, the title, uh, what, what prompted, like, let, let's get into that a little bit. Yeah, so the book is called The Dorian Principle. A Biblical Response to the Commercialization of Christianity. The word Dorian is the Greek word that means freely, like mm-hmm. free of charge. And Jesus said in Matthew 10, 8, uh, you've received freely, freely give. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. you know, talking to the disciples. So it's a book about how ministry ought to be supported. It ought to be supported and supported well, but not by exchanging the gospel for money, which is so often what happens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's, I mean, like I told you, man, uh, I come out of the charismatic movement. My listeners probably tired of hearing me say that. But uh, a lot of that uh, prosperity gospel, um, you know, like you said, the exchange for uh, pretty much the gospel for, for, for blessings or whatever. I mean, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. So um, what, what's your background like? What, what guided you in that direction to, to, to write about that? So it's a, kind of a long story, but I'll try to keep it short. Okay. Mainly, uh, you know, I've been interested in copyright for a long time. Okay. I had a club in college, and then I, my career is in open source, which if you know anything about open source, it has to do with how software is licensed. And this sort of led me to a dissatisfaction in how I see uh, licensing work in the church often. A lot of people abuse copyright in order to, uh, you know, make as much as they can. And, right. And uh, having some discontent with that. But then as I was reading scripture more and more, seeing more passages that applied to this and realizing this was more than just a, a personal opinion of mine, there was a biblical principle at play. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, that's what led me to this. But you know, thinking about what you were saying about the charismatic movement, maybe it'd be worth reading a little bit off the, the back of the book. I start off with saying uh, on the back of the book, many rightly condemn the wealth amassed by false teachers, but at a fundamental level, little differentiates their practices from the practices of legitimate ministries. Mm-hmm. Countless church and parachurch organizations engage in the commerce of exchanging religious instruction for money. Now more than ever, the people of God must turn to the word of God to find wisdom on these matters. So the interesting thing is, while that's like all bold and in your face, you know, uh, there's a lot within the the true church Mm. that's also, uh, you know, exchanging the gospel for money. And so I'm trying to discern in this book where exactly is the line. You know, it's not at the amount of money, it's how, how the the exchange is done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, you know, we're quick to point the finger to a T.D. Jakes, um, but, you know, are we examining, you know, everybody, no matter what camp they belong to? Right, exactly. Um, You know, I think for, because somebody actually approached me with that and it was like, you know, what's the difference with that and, you know, Ligonier and all their millions? I was like, well, the the product they're giving is much better. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's still product. It's still selling of goods. Uh, I wouldn't say selling of the gospel, but it's selling of goods. Um, And and you make a face, but we'll talk about it. But but I think that the the product is is more quality. And and that's a a bias of mine. So what's your thing? When somebody come to you with that, what's your take on that? Well, absolutely. I would agree that the product is better. But, you know, at the end of the day, all the biblical passages about money and ministry are not about how good the teaching is, right? It's not like, oh, if the teaching's good, well, then you can charge for it. You know, if the teaching's not good, then you can't charge for it, uh, right? Paul, Paul, in order to distinguish himself from the false apostles mm-hmm. in Corinth, he said that he would never take money from the Corinthians in order to distinguish Still, himself so, from yeah. them. And that was not just because, oh, this is something arbitrary to make myself look different from them. Like this was something fundamental that held him up as a true apostle and right. then as false apostles. Right. So, yeah, but money should be supported. So how do you how do you put those two yeah, together? Yeah, like yeah, what is the balance? Right. Yeah, and maybe I should add, you know, I mentioned Matthew 10:8 where Jesus said freely give. Right after that, in the next two verses he says, workers worthy of his food. So here you have Jesus saying on one hand, uh, you know, you shouldn't accept payment. On the other hand, he's saying you should expect payment and receive it, right? So how do you how do you put those together? And uh, the answer I've come to is that there's a distinction between co-labor and reciprocity. Mm. One you have uh, people working together, partnering to make the gospel go forward. Mm-hmm. And in the other, you have 
customers exchanging money for, for ministry, or maybe mm. not money, maybe it's something else, but some obligation is laid on them in exchange sure. for the gospel, as though it comes from that individual and not and not from God. Wow. That is that's interesting, man. Uh, because you know, one thing I, I always try not to do is uh like a lot of times when we like certain something, we don't want to criticize it, we don't want to examine it, we don't wanna, you know, um do anything you know we want to put a blind eye you know but what's the difference between this thing and that thing you know right so. exactly yeah a, a lot of a lot of true teachers are implicated in <laughs> in what i'm saying and you know you, you look around here at g3 and there's all these teachers that you know i admire you know yeah. they're not they're not people who i i look at and i say oh well they don't agree with me on this so right but but the fact of the matter is they're a lot of them their ministries involve exchanging money for the teaching they have to offer. Mm. You know, if you want to watch the live streams right now, it costs uh, $14.99. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's just a lot of things to consider about, <laughs> about the commercial practices that are right. happening here. Yeah. 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 Paul said in 2 Corinthians 2.17, you know, we are men of sincerity, mm-hmm. not peddlers of the word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I can't disagree with that. <laughs> I cannot, man. I don't charge anything. The Bar Podcast is always free. Those that are listening, <laughs> praise God. But no, that's that's super fire, man. And 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 I, I'm excited about uh, checking out the book myself, man. We're gonna have a uh, links in the show notes to make sure that listeners can check it out. So, is this book for sale? Is it for free? It's free. Yeah, oh. you can order it online for free. But uh, there's also there's plenty of uh, different kinds of uh, uh, formats and editions. So there's uh, Kindle and EPUB. There's an audiobook if you want to listen to my nasal voice for multiple hours at a time. Oh wow! There's a, uh, yeah, there's a, a web format. You know, a very nice web page. Okay, where you can read the book. A man that, that practices what he preach. I love it. Absolutely. Because <laughs> I thought about it, I was like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, a lot of people when I talk to them about this, and then I say I wrote a book on it, and I I offer them the book, they think I'm trying to sell it to them, and they laugh at me as though I'm being hypocritical. It's right. like, oh no, no, I'm really giving this to you. That is super awesome. Like, I love that so much, for real. So, man, right here, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
You're listening to the Women's Hope Podcast of the Masters University with Dr. Shelby Cullen and Kimberly Cummings. Join them as they bring hope and encouragement through 25 years of combined experience in biblical discipleship and counseling as ACBC counselors. Shelby and Kimberly provide biblical and practical wisdom by coming alongside women with the teaching and resources necessary to grow in the grace and the knowledge of their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. All right, we're back in here with my good friend, and uh, we're excited to uh, be at G3, and and this is a, a very interesting conversation. Hope you guys uh, go to the website, get this free book. I So I don't turn down a free book for nothing. I, I mean, unless, unless it's something like super crazy, like <laughs> I, I just, I, I mean, I'm almost a collector of books. I should read more of them. <laughs> yeah, exactly. My, my wife gets on me like, another book, you know, but... Yeah, I learned that the hard way, you know, buying them, buying them is not enough. You actually have to read them too. You got to read them, man. You got to read them. You can't put them under your pillow. It will not seep through. I already tried. (laughs) (laughs) So right here, man, um, this is what we call the bar signature questions. These are the three questions I ask all of my guests, no matter who they are. And so the first signature bar question is, what kind of music do you listen to? Uh, I don't listen to that much music, but when I do and it's not, uh, you know, occasionally hymns but yeah uh, a lot of lo-fi i like lo-fi my yeah. man i love lo-fi yeah and I, I just i just announced that publicly on twitter like a week ago okay i didn't read it i wasn't cheating <laughs> <laughs> I, I love I, I like lo-fi hip-hop beats like oh yeah absolutely like i can i can work i can work out right you know even when i'm about to go to sleep yeah as soon as you've got vocals you know you can't focus anymore that's true that's true so uh, that's dope, man. All right. The next signature bar question is, what book or books are you currently reading? Uh, I'm reading so many books at the same time. That's usually uh, the case. Yeah. One of them is uh, Van Drunen's uh, Politics After Christendom. Okay. I'm not that far into it, but uh, you know, I'm really interested, and I think a lot of people are, in studying uh, a Christian view of government over, right. after the past year. Thankfully, I got interested in that back in 2016 during mm-hmm. that election. Yeah. So I've been uh, on this for a while, but uh, that's the current book that I'm reading, trying okay. to read all the different sides. And nice, nice. Figure it out. All right. The uh, last signature bar question is, what podcasts or sermons do you listen to, if any? Oh, uh, well, a lot of them. Uh, I think the Reformed Forum is mm. one of my favorites. It's a classic. That's actually one of the first ones I listened to that was outside of a sermon. That was a podcast. So, yeah. yeah. I, I listen to the briefing, although not every not every episode like I do the Reform Forum. Right. Um, I listen to the v- dividing line. Yeah, yeah. Got to have dividing line in there. Awesome, man. Good deal, bro. Well, listen, I really appreciate you coming over. Um, I'm glad I went ahead and did this, man. This was, this was really fun, really cool. Um, I always like to give my guests an opportunity to kind of give a word of encouragement, let people know where to find you, find your book, all of that. Whatever you want to share, you got the space to do that right here. Sure. Yeah. On the topic of this book, I'd say that, you know, we don't have to worry about uh, how to make sure that our ministries are funded well enough. We don't have to worry about, uh, you know, how to make our ministries most successful. We have to worry about following what God's plan is and trust him to bring the growth to whatever, whatever we're trying to accomplish. So yeah, whatever you do, you know, just try to make sure it's biblical. Amen. Amen to that, brother. Yeah, and the, the website for the book is thedorianprinciple.org. Uh, Dorian spelled D-O-R-E-A-N. Awesome, bro. Awesome. Make sure you guys pick that up. And when you do, make sure you let them know you heard about it on the bar. Take pictures and selfies, and we're going to tag it up and see if we can get this word out, man. I really appreciate you again. 
to the bar listeners. Thank you guys for listening to the bar, your favorite podcast. Make you check us out every Tuesday. Go to the barpodcast.com or bar gear. Go to the bargear.com. Till next time, you guys, God bless, and we are out. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there